0: Everyone, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Right here on the Dr. Pat Was that your little call? Like, yeah! I gotta tell you, you got the top of a horse. You know, I grew up with folks from, as I said before, the deep part of Virginia. Yes, you did. And I can just slip right back into uh, <laughs> Southern accent in no time at all. Just get yes, me on I the did. phone with someone from the from the South, and it just shows up right away. Very interesting upbringing, you know, uh, brought a little bit of uh, the back, back roads of Virginia to the Bronx, New York. Okay, my guest today, Anya McAndrew, is joining us today and we're talking about awakening the shamanic priestess and this is a this is really a psyche and a spirit uh, empowerment path for women she's joining us today for a number of different reasons uh we're going to get some information about the priestess archetype and about the work she does and also about uh one of the events she's having in our area and beyond so welcome anya welcome to the show thank you dr pat so uh, let's start with a conversation about the priestess and the priestess archetype, mm-hmm. because uh, listeners are very familiar with the work of Carolyn Mace and 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 with the with the uh, idea of archetypes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the priestess archetype in particular has special meaning.
1: Yes, yes, and the, and the priestess archetype is, you know, we call it in the priestess process. Sometimes we call it the P word because when people, uh, when women hear that word priestess, sometimes it, it kind of reverberates, you know, um, because we haven't had priestesses for a long, long time, and yet in every culture, in every um, religion, in ancient times, there were always priestesses. Now we're just left with priests, and we talk about priests, and we talk about ministers, but the priestess is the female version of that archetype. It's a woman actually who lives her life in a sacred way, um, who knows that all of life is sacred and is very familiar with um, the realm of uh, spirit and earth and kind of walking between those worlds of spirit and earth. She's a person, she's a woman who um, is very comfortable also with not only her personal power, but her spiritual, what we call her spiritual authority. And it's actually... The priestess archetype that um, that I believe and many women believe uh, it's the priestess who, who is the archetype or the chalice or the container that's bringing back um, what we call the sacred feminine or the divine feminine back to the planet.
0: You know, uh, Anya, you have been uh, working uh, as a psychotherapist and teacher for quite some time. And as a matter of fact, you commented that you're actually calling us from the Smoky Mountains of western North Carolina. And so in the work that you've been doing, uh, how has your, uh, what should I say, how has your integration of the priestess shown up for you in your life?
1: Well, in my life, I, I live a pretty integrated life um in lots of, of different ways of course i live in i live in spiritual community i live in a retreat center in a spiritual community here in the smoky mountains um i do a lot of traveling um i actually have a relationship that's fairly new um in seattle so i've been you know i have particular interest in bringing my work to seattle so they can spend more time with gary and um there are just a lot of different elements to my work. I'm, I'm um, a shamanic astrologer. I do uh, some work called shamanic breath work. I teach sacred sexuality. And all of those um, aspects of my work are part of my priestess path or part of my priestess self, you could say.
0: So, you know, there are people listening to this show that um, are thinking about the priestess and some of them are listening to the show uh, from their uh, offices, working in corporations. Others are self-employed. Others are uh, homemakers. Others are uh, people that are in service and contributing. It, is there a special meaning for the priestess archetype uh, for some um uh, what should I say, some vocation as opposed to another. Some people are looking at the, the uh, politics right now and the candidates that are are out in the open, and they're seeing the emergence of the feminine. Is that priestess energy?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We talk about the priestess no longer really having temples, that the temple is her world, and um, that the, the feminine, as she walks in her... Personal power and her spiritual power, because personal power and spiritual power are what we, um, attempt to bring together in this process, integrate in this process, that we actually priestess the world. And what women find when they go through this process and they call back their personal and their spiritual power and integrate it, um, and this, you know, this takes some, um, inner work. Um, but that they're able to walk in their outer lives in a totally different way, and that um, they describe that actually people begin to come to them, and um, they begin to see that when people come to them, that they're actually looking for that priestess energy. They need a priestess, in other words. And so many of the women decide actually to become ordained. They may be women who are healers or women who are doing any kind of work, it can be corporate work, it can be um, political work, it can be the work of the mother um, or, you know, the work of the teacher, it doesn't really matter um, that we're needing the sacred feminine in all kinds of ways and in all kinds of forms in the world.
0: Uh, you know, Anya, I, I've been to your website, and I want to make sure that we give out your website for people and talk a little bit about um, about the upcoming work that you're going to be doing in Seattle. Why don't we give out your website so folks can uh, that are plugged in can follow us online as well?
1: Okay, it's called uh, GoddessOnTheLoose G o d d e s s on the l o o s e dot com. There's a lot. There's a lot of reading material on the priestess archetype and on the sacred feminine, and um, I just love to collect work from women who are um, doing this work and related work.
0: Mm-hmm. So you know, what's interesting is uh, is looking at this and looking at the different uh, the different terminologies, the different uh, mm-hmm. categories that we've come up, you know, to express um the the feminine and in 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 here some of the some of the words goddess priestess sacred feminine divine feminine and and basically question is can you be all of the above you know or do or do we slot ourselves in different energies at different times and what is this all about anyway
1: Mm -hmm. um you know a lot of women um, like to use the word goddess and um that's a real popular word these days um, and really what we're wanting to do is we're wanting to bring the divine energy within and that's what we're all trying to do that's that's what we're attempting on this planet right now that's the the the, the movement of consciousness on the planet right now so Um, Whether we use um, the word divine feminine or sacred feminine or goddess or god or priest or priestess, it's really all the same energy when you come right down to it. And the priestess archetype is a way for women to connect um, their human self and their divine self. But we also have lots of other kinds of archetypes that are very connected to the feminine. Some of them are very, very ancient, like the midwife and the mm-hmm. healer and um, the, the shamaness and the corandera and the courtesan. There are just so many archetypes of the feminine. And um, the goddess herself is so diverse. And you know, When we talk about the god, it's pretty easy to think of one god because we've grown up with that concept of one god. But when we think about the goddess, she's pretty diverse. Mm -hmm. there's a lot of um, there are a lot of faces to the goddesses there are many many faces to the feminine and celebrating that diversity and celebrating um, the variety of feminine expression is really our goal here it's not to um to single out or to, uh, sabotage any one version of the feminine, but really to call them all in Mm -hmm. integration.
0: Um, you are, uh, you travel the country and you take your work out to so many different places, uh, and you do what we call, or I I believe what you're calling, um, a a priestess circle. Mm -hmm. And so I think most of our listeners are familiar with the power of the circle. Uh, but how is the priestess circle different from others?
1: Well, it's uh, it's women first and, first uh, okay. and foremost, uh-huh. and there's there's a level of work that women can do together, and that women, in my opinion, need to do together. That um, is very separate to women. It's very specific to women. We can we we can and we need to go very deep um, and do some inner work with ourselves um, in the safety of a circle of women that allows us to reclaim our power because most of us are just good daughters of the patriarchy Uh in all kinds of ways and we don't even realize those ways until we come together with a group of women Um, and so what we do um, in the priestess process it's a seven weekend process that starts with an introductory weekend on women's mysteries and the priestess type but what we do is tell our stories we look at um, um, concepts like the shadow between women, the ways that women compete with each other, um, the ways that we're limited by what we call the inner patriarch, which is a concept that comes from um, voice dialogue, um, an author named Sidra Stone, and We also do a death-rebirth process, dying to our old selves. We do a sacred marriage process. We do what's called living ceremony, where we learn to put together ceremony and ritual Mm -hmm. based on what we need in the moment, what's being called for in the moment, so that we're not working with Mm -hmm. prescribed dogmas or uh, rituals that have been handed down we're we're creating ceremony as we um intuitively tune into what's needed
0: all right anya let's take a short break when we come back we're going to be talking with anya uh about many many things if you've got comments or questions for her 1-800-930-2819 we'll be right back with the dr pat show
2: let's be us again
1: For more information about postpartum depression, visit postpartumdepressionhelp.com. Give your kids a gift,
2: the angel healing meditation from Positive Central. Well, it helps me get to sleep faster. It also kind of soothes me when I'm trying to relax. I like how you get to create your own special angel and how your angel has the power to transform things. Learn how your children can enjoy the Angel Healing Meditation at PositiveCentral.com. It makes me feel like I had a relaxing sleep. Order yours today at PositiveCentral.com. Did you know that your own stem cells are the foundation for your everyday health renewal? Did you realize that you continue to produce stem cells as an adult? Stem cells are a part of the body's defense and renewal system, along with the immune system and digestive tract. This system is responsible for the replacement of damaged cells, damaged cell systems and is at the heart of the healthy body. Yet it has been discovered that many people have a compromised ability to keep producing healthy stem cells and are suffering from the symptoms of premature aging. Just visit adultstemcellnutrition.com and see what your own body can do for you. Don't miss it. Women's Resources presents the 6th Annual Jazzy June Purposeful Networking Event. An evening of
1: fun and connection on Thursday, June 21st at Tacoma's Landmark Center. The event starts at 5
2: p.m. Jazzy June showcases local businesses, delicious gourmet appetizers, music, fashion show, and a no-host bar. Tickets are $40 in advance or $50 at the door. Visit
1: jazzyjune.com for details. Sponsorships and showcase tables are still available. Or call 253-572-9108.
2: Essentia Water is one of the leading enhanced waters marketed throughout the country. Essentia Water provides many benefits with its high 9.5 pH alkalinity, its super hydrating properties, and its concentration of pure essential electrolytes. All coming together to produce a taste that's sweeter, silkier, and smoother than ordinary water. Find Essentia Water in health food stores and natural food sections of grocery stores. Essentia Water. Ask for it.
1: Hi, this is Jack Canfield, the co-author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series and my new best-selling book, The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. Listen to Dr. Pat Basile talking about crust-busting your way to an awesome life. I've been on her show. I've been a personal friend of hers for several years now, and she is awesome.
2: She's going to bring you awesome guests. I've never had a better interview because she really walks the talk and lives the principles. Make sure you tune in every week so you can have your life go to the next
1: level. You're listening to the refreshingly different Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
0: everyone welcome back to the dr. Pat show talk radio to thrive by um, my guest uh, today is Anya mcandrew we 're talking about uh, talking about the priestess in many many different ways and uh, she is joining us today uh, in the spirit of her uh, travel to the Seattle area I know right now she 's on our Tampa coast she 's out in the Carolinas but right now I want to mention that uh, the work that you do is about initiation it is about um, demonstrating the the power of these circles. So I'd love for you to say a little bit about the process, Sonya.
1: Yes, uh, you know, I think it's important also to talk about initiation and this whole concept of what what does it mean? What is initiation? because in in um, our society, we really don't have initiations um, and um, in ancient times, you know that's what people did. I think that initiations happen these days through the crises in our lives, and, um, you know, that's unfortunate because sometimes our souls, uh, that's the way our souls initiate us. But in initiatory processes, we actually um, stretch ourselves in specific ways in order to step over thresholds to face our fears and to gain our power, and that's what an initiatory process does. So the priestess process is an initiatory process, and uh, for women, a lot of times we haven't we haven't been asked to step across these thrash, thresholds where um, we have to look at look at our fears and look at our power. Um, so we do that in lots of different ways. In the introductory weekend, which is a standalone weekend, uh, any woman woman that's interested in the process can come to that weekend and um, check it out and see how it feels and then from there at the end of the weekend we see who we have to go forward in the circle this particular circle the um the limit there, there will only be uh, room for 18 women um and then we'll go forward at that point with a a closed circle for six additional weekends we may actually make those weekdays it just depends on who the circle shows up to be and and uh, what the women want, I put out tentative dates for the other weekends, but actually the other wim- weekends are actually scheduled at the first weekend when we see who wants to go forward with the circle. What's so your we're vision? We're really flexible that way. What's
0: your vision for this, though? I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think uh, it's my, important. My to... vision
1: for the the circle mm-hmm. or the process in general. The, I think the, both.
0: I think well, both are interesting to explore.
1: What happens is that. First of all, my intention in this work, I've been doing this work for about seven years, and um, as you said, I'm a a psychotherapist. I've been doing that for over 30 years, but this is really my love now, so I do this um, uh, pretty much most of the time, and I travel from city to city. And what happens, the reason I do so much traveling is because there's there's, there's an incredible networking that goes on with these women. And I go into cities, and I usually work with an apprentice from that area, someone who has gone through the process um, previously and who wants to do this work as their own, wants to lead circles. So I come in, I apprentice um, a woman or two in the circle and then work in that area for about two years. There is an advanced process, too, called the Magdalene Mysteries, which is really um advanced in the sense it's almost a high priestess process and that women are really taking this work out into the world and we're looking at issues like sexuality and we're looking at issues like um, uh, the political and um, and the money system and how it relates to women um, in terms of specifically the lower chakras. Um, but the priestess process is a lot of inner work and... As the women come into their connection with each other and and into their own uh, sacred and personal power, they begin to network. Other women do the next processes, and in several cities, there are hundreds of women um, that have done this process and are also connecting with other women who are doing divine feminine work. So it's not an exclusive process. This is simply just one lineage of women who are doing. Work that is connected to the sacred feminine, and then you know, women are the community people. We're the ones who are relationship oriented. So what happens is they bring their partners in. They have gatherings. Um, they connect and co-create businesses together. They trade services. They refer to one another, and you really start building community based on um, on you know spiritual. Principles,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Which is really wonderful. And rather, I do have uh, circles that I, I do in North Carolina and women come from all over the country um, here to do those circles. But I love going into communities because it's just magical to see what happens.
0: I think there are so many women that are longing to connect at this level, and and, uh, and I think the connection really transcends age and generations.
1: It does, and that kind of diversity is really what we call fourth in circles as well.
0: Mm -hmm. It's wonderful
1: to have women of color. It's wonderful to have women who have alternative lifestyles that are lesbian, that are bisexual, that... Um, women that are older, women that are younger. We've had mothers and daughters go through the process. I've had women as young as 14 and women as old as in their 70s um, go through the process. Former nuns, um, women who um, are erotic dancers, women who are Tantra teachers, women who are housewives, mothers. So that diversity of women, young, old, um, uh, different races, different spiritual and religious backgrounds, uh, really creates a rich circle. And because this is not based on any kind of dogma, it's not Wiccan, it's not. Um, we don't. We, we're not pulling from any specific tradition. We're um, inviting all women from all backgrounds um, and women who walk uh, many different kinds of paths. To walk together and that uh, just creates a a rich container for the process it's also a very safe Mm -hmm. process Um, there's a lot of sharing that goes on there's a lot of depth there's a lot of tears there's a lot of healing um, um, especially emotional healing that happens in these circles
0: well you also do work with men as well
1: I do work with men, not uh, specifically in circles at this time. My Mm -hmm. uh, partner and I, who um, actually Gary Stamper, who uh, was one of the co-founders of Seattle Integral, and I are looking at possibly doing some circles that might involve um, relationships in the future. And he's uh, uh, creating a process called Big Love uh, based on integral relationship should interview him
0: sometime he's, all right i'm all
1: right. character
0: i i definitely would love to do that certainly for our men listeners uh, we have a large uh, contingency of fabulous uh, men that listen to the show and we actually are putting a couple of shows together on men's spirituality
1: well that's interesting because uh, one of my colleagues who lives here at isis cove in north carolina mm-hmm. his name is brad collins will be coming to Seattle and doing a preview on a process that Gary's going to be apprenticing in called um, the Shamanic shamanic Priest Initiatory Process. So it's a parallel process to mine, and that will be coming to Seattle. So... um, Yes, he definitely uh, would be interested in Great. that, and the men would be interested in that as well.
0: Absolutely, and please feel free to send me an email on all of this uh, so okay. that we make sure that we've got something for everyone out there. Thank you so much for joining us today. I, I want to make sure that everyone has the website because all of the information about the event is on the website and much more. Go to goddessontheloose.com. That's and I can also
1: give my phone number and my email. Yeah, let's do that. Let's that Let's way. give that
0: out. Let's give out the phone number.
1: Okay, it's 404-432-1499, and my email is Anya, A-N-Y-A-A, at Verizon, dot
0: all right. Thank you, Anya. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Wow. Thank you very much. Very powerful pleasure. work. I want to thank everyone for calling in. Benny, I want to thank you for just an awesome, awesome, awesome set of shows today. I want to thank all the listeners for chiming in, and uh, I'm glad we were able to quench your thirst for country music today. Tomorrow, be back with us. We've got great shows planned for you coming in. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to have Doug of Natural Solutions, Marilyn Overcast, Vashali, and Daniel, and boy, your seatbelt. We'll see you tomorrow, everyone. Make yourselves a fabulous day.